I'm sitting here today reminiscing a little over this little booklet that's called Thought Conditioners. My mother-in-law gave it to me over 50 years ago, and this was my beginning of the journey with Jesus that I took. And I wanted to share some of these things with you because <clears throat> when I discovered these scriptures, I was amazed of what was offered to us from heaven that I knew nothing about. And I had been in church all my life. I had been in a denominational church, but I did not know these things. And so uh, some of the things that I, it just a lost little girl, 28 years old, three children, but um, I, I was lost with the things of God. And when I started reading this little booklet that Mrs. Pigeon gave to me, I, I just couldn't believe it. And I was, you know what it did? It gave me such hope that, that you could uh, change things in your life for the better. And I remember just reading through these scriptures, I was so excited to think that this could be true. <laughs> and it says in uh, Luke uh, 18, 1827, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Man, that just set me on fire. I thought, oh my goodness. And then the next one was peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. That really spoke to me and blessed me. And you know, when uh, as I grew in the things of God and in the, and in the scriptures, Peace I leave with you. There's also, this was in um, John 14, 27, but in John 16, 33, Jesus also says, In me you might have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but I have overcome the world. When he says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, he's saying that in me you might have peace. You might have. There's the potential and the possibility for you to have peace in Christ, but it depends on the circumstances and what's a, what action is taken. So in other words, you and I have to hold on to our peace. I didn't know that when I was a lost little 28-year-old girl discovering Jesus, but I know that now. We have a part to play in all of this. But to, just reading that scripture, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. That's a great word for today's world. You know, uh, to be honest with you, if I didn't know the Lord, I would be scared. In the world that we live in today and the and the way things are topsy-turvy and the sin that is abounding, just I, I would be afraid but for God. But because I know the Lord and when I get nervous about things, He, he will uh, help me. Uh, in fact, the other day I was asking him, let me see if I can find it here. I was asking him, what do you want from me in the midst of all this darkness, Jesus? How, how do you want me to, uh, where do you want my, where do I set my mind? You know, Colossians tells us to set our minds on the things above where Christ is. I said, where do I set my mind concerning the things of today? And he took me, this was the Psalm of the day that he took me to. It was on the 9th of uh, November, evidently. And it was that psalm. And and that was the day that I asked him. That's what's so beautiful about this and what what opened my eyes in this little booklet that Mrs. Pigeon gave me. You can talk to the Lord. He, he's a living being and he's, he's uh, died so he can have access to us and we can have access to him. And he wants, he wants you to ask him questions and talk to him 
And I, I just, he wants to counsel us. The Holy Spirit's been given to us as our counselor, and he wants to mentor us and guide us. And so uh, as I started reading these scriptures, and I started learning how to do that. And so that day, I said, Lord, where do you want me to set my mind? And and he said, uh, he took me to Psalm 9, which was, I was going to read it anyway, because it was the Psalm of the day. And it says, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. And I had to stop right there because I thought, you know, I don't know, Jesus, if I've ever praised you with my whole heart, but I want to learn how. And you know what? We've been given a friend in the Holy Spirit. And as soon as he hears those words, I want to learn how. Will you please teach me? And he he goes to work. I've had him tell me before, give me something to work with, Mary Jean. Give me some words. Give me some level of faith. Show me what you're believing for. What is your expectation? What would you want? What do you want from me? And um, I will, and, and it says here, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all your marvelous works. And remember, you know, every once in a while I throw in some infallible proofs that Jesus is alive from my own testimony uh, when we talk here. So he wants us to show forth all of his marvelous works. See, when, when we have a testimony and we share that, someone else sees how good God is, and that thrills him. He's, he loves it when we believe him and things come into being. It says, I will be glad and rejoice in thee. So he's showing me what to do. Praise me with your whole heart. Show forth my marvelous works. Be glad and rejoice in me. And I will sing praise, Lord, to thy name, O thou most high. So he's telling me, praise is the answer to today's world. Praise me with your whole heart. Uh, and remember, God inhabits the praises of his people. So then this next line says, I, when it says, I'll be glad and rejoice in thee, I'll sing praise to thy name, O thou most high. When my enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at your presence. That's the answer to today's world praising the Lord, manifesting his marvelous works, praising with our whole heart. So rather than paying attention to all the darkness around me, let's concentrate on the light. Because what does light do? It dispels darkness. What does life do? It swallows up death. What does good do? It overcomes evil. So I've always said that the Lord when he has a problem, when he came up on the darkness of the world in Genesis 1, what did he do? He said, light be. First of all, he um, hovered over the surface of the deep. In other words, he meditated with the Holy Ghost. That's what we need to do. What, what do you want from me in this world, Lord? What should I be setting my mind on in the midst of all this darkness? And he took me to this psalm and gave me a place to plant my thoughts. Praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I'll show forth your marvelous works. I'll be glad and rejoice in thee. I'll sing praise to thy name, O thou most high. And when my enemies are turned back, they'll fall and perish in your presence. For you have maintained my right and my cause. You set in the throne judging right. So God's going to put everything right. When things are all topsy-turvy, Jesus is coming to put everything right. Hallelujah. That's a good word.